Folks, I'd like to talk to you real quick about Squarespace. Squarespace is the place where you can make your dream a reality on the web. Whether you're an artist or a musician or a podcaster, you can create an absolutely beautiful looking website in minutes. Squarespace has these clean, attractive templates that are really simple to use. You don't have to be a computer programmer. You just pick a nice template and the whole thing works. It's amazing. All-in-one domains, websites, online stores, marketing tools, analytics. I myself have several uh, Squarespace websites. Of course, I have the corporationpod.com. That's my website. Um, I don't know if you know this or not. They offer a 14-day free trial, so you can pick a template and and get it on its feet, see how it looks. So I did that, and then I didn't realize that when you change the template, you don't have to start an entirely new 14-day trial. So I kept starting 14-day trials and re-entering my credit card number every time I wanted to try out a new template. And so now, as it stands right now, I've got about 15 websites for the Corporation Podcast, but only one of them is live, the one with the template template I liked. But I have all these other ones I'm paying for every month. Um, I don't know if you know this, but Squarespace has award-winning 24-7 customer support. So what did I do? I called them right up, and I got on the phone with them, and I told them what was going on, and boy, were they nice. I mean, they were so sweet to me that I started to feel guilty. You know, I started to feel guilty at taking up their time. And I finally just said, you know what? It's fine. I'm, it's, uh, it was my mistake. Please have yourself a wonderful day. And they said, are you sure? And I said, of course I am. And I told the last thing I told them before I hung up was I'd love to just say something nice about you on my podcast. Um, and they were like, you don't need to do that. Um, we actually, we sponsor some podcasts, but you know, they had never heard of mine. And I said, you don't have to pay me. I just would like to say something nice on my podcast. And they said, please don't do that. Um, because it's not, if it's not officially sanctioned, then they don't like you to do that. So I decided I'll sneak it in at the top anyway, just to make sure that you guys know how much I love Squarespace. They're a company so great, I don't mind spending 15 times the normal amount for a monthly website. So I want you to go to squarespace.com. And if I were you, I'd, I'd add slash and then I would add like Marin or Conan or pick a handful of other podcasts and, and plug their their main word in there. And I'm sure you'll end up getting 10% off somehow because they do sponsor a lot of podcasts. This just isn't one of them. Okay. On with the show. Hello colleagues. Hello friends. Welcome to the unofficial podcast all about Hogswood Cooper media. If you don't know, Hogswood Cooper is the international conglomerate that owns everything from coal mines to tech startups, news stations to casinos. Now, I don't work for HCM personally. I'm just their number one fan. And with this podcast, I'm on a mission. I want to interview folks who work in every subsidiary of this remarkable company. So join me, won't you? I'm Dean Ardenfeld, and this is The Corporation. My first guest is the senior editor for His Blood Publishing, where he recently authored and edited the New Enterprise Bible, a new take on the good book that imagines God as the CEO of the human race and Jesus as his COO. Several notable megachurch pastors have called it a revelation for our times. I can't wait to hear more about it. In his spare time, he sculpts soap to look like U.S. presidents. Please welcome J.P. Higgs Beauchamp, everybody. Hi, J.P. I, I, hello. Uh, it's, it's very nice to be here, I have to say. It's great um, to have you. Thanks for being here. Wow, what an exciting idea you have here. Yes. Uh, thank you. First of all, I, I do appreciate it. Of course. Um, yeah, it came to me when I, I was, you know, I was looking at uh, Google Images of some art. Mm. My favorite piece of art, which, of course, is uh, The Last Supper. Sure. 
Everybody knows that one, the the one-sided uh, all along the table yeah. one. And yeah. what what does that look like to to you? Is what oh. is what I asked myself. Oh, I see. You, yes. That's a rhetorical question. You it was a rhetorical question when I was asking. No, I did not okay. intend for okay, that. Okay, then I'll, I'll be quiet. Then. I, I said, that looks like a, a, a meeting of board members. Oh, you're right. Wow. The, the, wow. Never would have thought coming that. together, and then you have, you know, uh, the CEO in the middle, the uh, Jesus Christ, amen, right. is in the middle right. of the whole thing. I guess I've never seen I've never seen a, a board meeting where everyone sits on the same side of the table and the CEO sits in the middle. Right, but that's why I'm where I am and you are where you are. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's true. If I, that's the, that's the kind of vision that it takes to to build to have an idea like, hey, what about a capitalist version yes, of the Bible? Uh, inspiration, creativity, wow. and then adaptation, uh, sure. and then attack. Inspiration. Creativity, adaptation, attack—is that some kind of acronym or? No, it, I no. It's just oh. an, again that the way uh, you delivered it sounded like a. It's in the book. Oh, is it? Yes. So you can read about it in the book. Now you notice the one thing I did not say was yeah. evolution. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Because the Bible why says nothing you? about evolution. Sure. Right. So why would the CFO and the COO and the CEO talk about evolution? They never would. Cause it's not in the Bible. Sure. Sure. It's I don't. I'm not quite following why that. What this has to do with? Okay. So you're. Uh, so so you decide. I'm going to make a capitalist version of the Bible. Now, how much is like original text, and how much is stuff that you've kind of punched up and added in? So I'd say it's probably five ninety-five. Five percent. Original text, original text. Gotcha. 95% punched up. Okay, that makes sense, because as I was flipping through it, I was like, wow, there's a lot of like glossy photos and like yes. charts and graphs and, right. and, and personal anecdotes. That's right. It's yeah. mostly reflecting upon my own life using mm. a very small amount of the actual text from, from the Bible. And there was one thing in my introduction I did want to mention, though, mm. you forgot the CFO. Oh, right. Who? Oh. The, uh, the Holy Ghost. The Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. That's right. I don't know how I missed that. Yeah. No, it's fine. Truly. It's fine. It's fine. I mean, I mean, people tend to gloss over. Yeah, the Holy Ghost. You know, and yeah. it's the same thing with CFOs. You know, the CEOs, they mm. get all the attention, right. just like the big man. Right. Right. So you've had a lot of experience in the business world, I'm assuming. and That's right. You just That's were right. mapping things from one thing to another. Yeah, my family came from, uh, from water beds. Really? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Do you remember, wow. remember Aquasleep? Uh, no. Does that ring a bell with you? No, but Ac I, I can imagine that it was a waterbed company. Yes, that's right. So my, my grandpappy would uh, float in the ocean for hours at a time. Wow. And one day wow. he came in from the ocean and just mm. said, what if I could sleep? Oh, oh! He invented the waterbed. No, yeah, no, he invented the Aquasleep. The Aquasleep. Yeah, waterbed. yeah. No, so the waterbed itself was as a. I don't know if you know this, but has yeah. a thickness of approximately the plastic has a thickness uh. of approximately three quarters of an inch for the safety, so you can't penetrate easily and the water can't leak. And my grandpappy took a look at that and yeah. said, "Why don't we do half an inch?" Okay. So wow. that was the Aquasleep because it brings you closer to the water itself. Closer to the water, I yeah, see, and because I mean, it's, it's thinner. And that's a that's a that's a visual you see in the Bible a lot too. A lot of water imagery in the Bible. Is there some kind of a connection there between your family and the... Not familiar. No? <laughs> no. No, the Jesus walking on water thing and the... Oh, right, 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 right. Of course, of course. <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah. Jesus walked how, on how water. How familiar were you with the actual Bible before you adapted it? I mean, I'd seen it. I've seen okay, it, sure. and um, so uh, you don't you don't think of it as like a, a bit of a a bit of a misdirect that the outside of your book looks just like a regular Bible, like the black with the gold embossed text. No. And then when you open it up, it's like clearly a memoir from your point of view. Yeah, no, I don't think so. You know, I don't think so. No, um, uh, I, I I think if something is aesthetically pleasing to the eye, then you should just use use it. And Bibles yeah, look yeah. good. It's clean lines. It's one line. Yeah, you know. And, and I know. I, yeah. yeah, I know. There's been some criticism of this book. Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, calling it like a blatant attempt to sort of like 
moralize immoral capitalist evils and stuff you know which <laughs> I, mean, is, I don't think so that's just a socialist liberal I, I believe so too i mean listen first of all the structure in itself it's basically analogous so jesus says to these guys i want you to go out there and spread the word mm. of jesus mm. of the holy gospel right sure so that's advertising that's marketing right there what right. are you marketing all mm. right multi-level marketing now back then it was just about you know Fish and bread and baskets. Right, like when he did the Sermon on the Mount, he might as well have had a headset on. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, that, That's a genius right there. He should have a headset on and he oh, should no have... no one's ever used the word genius about anything I've said before. Really? You that, that you didn't mean that. I did not mean that. Okay. That's, I did not mean that. That tracks. Again, like at the beginning of this, when I said you and I said genius, I said, that's your genius. I was talking to myself. Yeah, right. Because it was my idea. He should have like, had a headset on. It was like the rhetorical question you asked yourself at the beginning. That's what, what I just if, said. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's like the rhetorical question I asked myself at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I'm a genius. In the beginning, so um, I'm sorry. I know, is that from something? <laughs> Never mind. Okay. So uh, I also know that you've had a few Star Trek fans thinking this new Enterprise Bible is something totally different. Um, has that been a, a problem, or is it just more sales for you? No, it's just more sales for me. You know, people want to return the book mm. because there's nothing about Peekard in mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Or. James Tiberius Clark, yeah. whoever these guys are. Sure, yeah. And let me tell you something. I, I met William Shitner once. Did you really? Yeah. Um, he was an inspirational speaker at, at, at a CEO conference I went to. And he is a nice guy. Really? He is a nice guy. But Seems he, like he would be. He yeah. can make his way through a plate of canapes. Like, wow. <laughs> I believe. Get on call the waiters back. Bring more canapes. Bring more canapes. He, he liked the, the bruschetta. Loved bruschetta. Was just and the man. He was thin before. He was bigger now. The man can eat. Sure. Yeah. What is what is what happens at a CEO conference? It's just CEOs. You, you confer. There's a, you confer <laughs> mostly. Yeah. Boy, hey, well, that's a great seat. Where'd you get that? Well, let me tell you. Tell you, it was, it was, uh, you change cards with your tailor's name on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how much you bring in this year? Oh, oh man, lots of losses. Heard about that. <laughs> wow. Sometimes you discuss the size of your helipad. Gotcha. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Normal wow. stuff. Normal you don't, you guys, so you don't bring you don't bring along like the CFO or the COO to those conferences then? No, they have their own. Oh, do they? Oh, yeah. Because you were the, talking about CFOs getting overlooked. So yeah, no, no. And the none, none, the, they shall never meet. None shall let. None shall wow. never meet. Really? Yeah, like oil and water. You don't want to go to a CFO conference. I, mean, I, I stumbled into one once at a Marriott. It is a sad affair. Wow. Yeah, they're really? just they're just comparing calculators the whole time. <laughs> Wow, wow, that's amazing. And they're not. Like, hey, listen, if mm. you're a calculator guy, that's fine by me. Like, but sure, I just, I'm yeah. not, I didn't get in this business to punch buns all the time. Punch? Yeah, calculator. Buns? Punch buttons, buttons. Oh, I thought you said buns. Punch buttons. <laughs> Punching buns. I, I thought it was a phrase I'd never heard before. I don't know. Some CEO phrase I wasn't aware of. Do you of. think it's a good phrase? Punching buns? Yeah, because I just made it up. It's a great phrase. I'm a genius. Thank you. <laughs> I love what I love is usually I uh, I do a lot of like uh, validating of my guests. Mm -hmm. I don't feel the need to do that with you. It feels like you do a lot of self validation. Sure. Why do you think God, Jesus, and uh, the Holy Ghost are all the same person? Mm. Just to validate themselves. Let me tell you a second. Let me tell you something. That, that but one of my personal philosophies is like if you have a triangle with three points, all the corners are looking in at yourself. <laughs> and I try to carry that through my own life. 
All right, I'm a, I'm a triangle that's like all you the can points have, are pointing in toward yourself. All the corners are looking in at itself. It's an enclosed space. You can have an isosceles triangle. Mm -hmm. You can have an equilateral triangle. But mm -hmm. I'll tell you something about the shape of a triangle. It's always enclosed with three corners, just like God, yeah. Jesus Christ, and the Holy Ghost. And guess where those corners are looking in? To the very dead center of that triangle. And that's just I have geometry. I a really hard time visualizing that. That the pointy corners of the triangle are pointing the in corners, toward the middle of the... The corners, the inside of the triangle are all looking in. The interior. The corners. Oh, the corners are the for... The inside yeah. corners. Yeah, sure. Look, look around this room. We're in a room right now. <laughs> yeah. Now, this shape's called a square. Yeah. Okay, now, if I was standing in that corner over yeah, there, sure. and I was looking in, <laughs> and I was also in that corner over there, uh -huh. and I was also in that corner over there, I see. and I was looking in, I'd be looking at the center, which is me. I'd be looking at myself. Beautiful. So you uh, sculpt U.S. presidents in soap. I hear. I do. What an interesting hobby that is. It is. It is. And uh, it takes about uh, a week, to, two weeks to a month, depending on the president themselves. Mm. And then as a means by making myself feel powerful, mm. I then wash my body with the soap afterwards. Wow. Wow. I scrub the face of the most supposedly powerful man in the world. Yeah. All over my body, my genitalia. Wow. Just yeah. Wow. I see. I'm that. I did not expect that. I thought for sure that you would like put an Etsy shop up and you know sell it individually. No, no, no. Or... It's mostly I mostly design it. Yeah. Then I take photographs and I post it. So you see that I'm doing. I have my yeah. YouTube videos. Okay. Right. We're, I we think might, I've seen some of those where mm -hmm. it actually shows you the degradation of the soap over time as you're using it. In yeah. The I, mean, I can't go through a soap in one sitting. So you document. Impossible. You document as like, well. oh, this is what happened yes. to his nose as after. Well. I, yeah. Mm -hmm. And Mama has contacted me. Believe it or not. Who did? Mama. Oh, mo, mo, like the Museum, uh, Museum of Modern, Modern Art. Art. Yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah. They're wow. interested in this as a project to see, yeah. Because the carvings wow. are so great, but also the degradation, you know, yeah. as, as it goes over time. And they, they said, we want to see the evolution of the soap. And I said, don't, I don't like that word. Oh, sure. It's yeah. not in my book. It's not in the Bible. We don't talk about evolution. Oh, that's yeah. fascinating. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, so where are you landing on that with MoMA? Oh, I, I, we're going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't want you in the little placards they put by the thing to say, this is the evolution of the soap o over sure. the course of its life. Yeah. Because nothing evolves. Yeah. It just always was. Gotcha. gotcha. Like it says in the Bible. Yeah, sure. No, yeah. I, get, I get it totally. And I love the fact that rather than doing some cheap thing like putting on an Etsy and trying to make a buck out of it right oh. away, you followed your bliss, mm -hmm. you wiped it all over your body, mm -hmm. you documented that, and that's springboarding you into a lucrative deal with the Museum of Modern Art. I mean, that's capitalism. Mama, yeah. Follow in your New bliss. York City, follow your bliss. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Uh, but not bliss, the soap company, right? Is that a soap company? I think so. <laughs> well, folks, my second guest today has been accused of shouting into the wind, literally. But before we get to that, let's pause and hear a quick word from our sponsor. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. This is J.P. Higgs Beauchamp, and I'm here to tell you about uh, the new Enterprise Bible from His Blood Publishing is now coming to Audible. The New Enterprise Bible is a reimagining of the Bible using my own imagination. We take parts of the Bible and we apply them to the structure of modern companies, CFO, CEO, COO, that's right, the Trinity, the Holy Trinity, except it's making money. The New Enterprise Bible, the story of my personal rise and achievements in my life, J.P. Higgs Beauchamp. Much like the whale that was inside that man, I had a whale inside of me. And that whale made me write this book. I'd encourage you to listen to the audiobook of the New Enterprise Bible alongside while you're reading New Enterprise Bible. So please read the Bible, New Enterprise that is, while you're listening to me narrate my own New Enterprise Bible. His Blood Publishing, turning water into wine, into cash. J.B. Higgs Beauchamp.
And we're back. I'd like to remind you at this point, as I do every show, that I, Dean Ardenfell, am not and have never been an employee of Hogswood Cooper Media or any of its subsidiaries. Okay, we've been talking to J.P. higgs Boshan of His Blood Publishing. Now I'd like to bring in my second guest, who works for a totally different subsidiary of Hogswood Cooper. She's doing important on-the-ground work to ensure America's energy economy stays strong. She's the vice president of the Carbon Forever Group, a consortium of truth-tellers and activists that spread the real facts about the dangers of renewables and occasionally engage in some acts of strategic and important vandalism against renewable infrastructure, purely as a means of raising awareness. In her spare time, she enjoys foraging for poisonous mushrooms. Please welcome Olive Prankle. Hey, I'm so happy to be here. Hi, Olive. Wow. Sorry, am I Gotta shouting? Got to adjust the levels a little on Sorry. you. I didn't expect that. Sorry. <laughs> hey, I'm Hi. so happy to be here. Oh, it's great to have you. So um, you're just getting out there, letting people know yeah. what the dangers of renewables are. Oh, my God. They're so dangerous. I mean, we know that windmills cause cancer and kill birds and all of that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 what are some other things that people might not know about renewables? Um, just that they're like, well, first off, I'll just say that they're like kind of gauche. Like the idea oh, of being yeah. like, oh, I'm using that again. Like, what is that? Oh, you know? interesting. Yeah. It's just like. Like you don't, well, you don't, yeah. you don't use the same wet wipe a bunch of times. Right. Gross. Yeah. Yeah. I would never. <laughs> I would never. So you want the source of your energy to be like, I'm taking a new one of these. Yes. Because yeah. I feel like I'm worth it. I'm valuable. Sure. Like I think we're sending a horrific message to everybody. Yeah. That it's just like, you're not worth a new thing yeah you know i mean i've seen people suggest that all of this potable water we're flushing down the toilet every day in this country should be used for things like keeping people you know having clean drinking water and we could use dirty water to poop in sick you want me to you want me to put my poop in dirty water no no never not gonna happen no i don't know how we got to this point (laughs) so early in our interview (laughs) but that's just me i got no i i'm happy to talk about everything i'm not like i i put it all out there yeah okay i'm not gonna pussyfoot around great i'm vp of carbon forever i'm gonna be p of carbon forever really soon because of my approach wow wow always love carbon carbon's been everything to me love that kind of drive love Love it. Love it. So, um, you know, a lot of people are saying that like renewables are because they're getting cheaper and more viable that that's scaring like oil and gas fossil fuels folks. But that's like hooey, right? Yeah, we're not scared. No, no, no one in the fossil fuel world is scared. No. OK, no. we are brave. We are warriors mm-hmm. and we are going to take down this industry that's coming for us. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it seems like you're almost like uh, have an emotional attachment to oil and gas. <laughs> Which is not what I expected. I expected more of a, you know, charts and graphs, but uh, but you're really mad about it, right? I'm furious. Mm-hmm. Oil, gas, carbon. It's my whole life. Yeah. Do you, okay, were you a good kid or a bad kid? Oh, I was an invisible child. Okay, I get it. I yeah. see that because it's barely like, I don't even need you here for this interview. So yeah, I get that. I barely registered. Yeah. yeah. No. So I, I got coal in my stocking. I got coal in my stocking every year. Really? Yeah. I thought I, that was just like a, a, a apocryphal thing. I didn't think that actually happened. Yeah, no, Santa didn't give it to me. My parents did. They were trying to send a message. No, I understand that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, I would get that all the time. And I thought, you know what? This I like this. I like who I mm. am. I'm not apologizing for who I am. I'm not going to change my behavior. I'm not going to start being nice. Yeah. I'll just take this coal and make something special with it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So your emotional attachment to coal came from like a spiteful Christmas every year because of your poor behavior as a child. Yeah. But you know what that spite got me? Acceptance. 
Right. Right. Because right. I accepted myself and who I am. And then that translates to loyalty to the oil and yes. coal and oil and yes. gas. And, yeah, and also, wh- why do we hate this oil? It's gotten us so far. We have friends that mm. we would never be friends with, with warm for oil. That's a good point. Do you think our country would be good friends with Saudi Arabia if we did not have oil? Oil brings right. countries together. Sure. Sure. I mean, think about all the great times we've had in Iraq over the last 30 years. Yeah. Would that have happened? I mean, you're on the right track. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So how do you sabotage windmills and solar panels? Okay. Do you know Banksy? I know of him. I yeah. certainly do not know him. Okay, I know him. Um, we wow, really? uh, we're basically Banksy, but yeah. against you know renewable energy. So we mm. go and we spray paint little messages on windmills. Okay, and then we bulldoze them. Oh wow, that is not where I thought that was going. So as opposed to Banksy, who does a relatively non-destructive form of protest, yeah, you are first doing the non-destructive part, and then. Totally destroying it. Yeah, we're sending a message. We yeah. take a pic, we post it, uh-huh. and then we bulldoze the windmill. Wow. And so, how many of these uh, windmills have you bulldozed, and uh, and and have the, have you incurred any repercussions, any consequences? No, that is the best thing about being part of such a warm. We're like a family. The sure. oil, a family coal, that gas. owns owns like almost everything, yes. including you know, political influence. and Exactly. So judges. there were never repercussions for our actions. Right. Yeah. So we feel, um, which feels nice. I feel accepted. I feel it's so loved. Nice. It's so that nice that you're do doing it. that because I know in other circles, like right now, there's legislation being passed that's like basically making um, any kind of protest against oil and gas p- pipelines, like putting like very steep penalties on them yeah. and throwing them so that they can throw them in jail for long periods of time. But because of what you're doing, you know, and because of the family that you have, yes. you don't have to worry about that, right? You know what they say? Friends of the family you pick, you know, and I picked Are these they? people yeah. and they picked me and we go after what we need, you know, and sure. it's you can pass all the laws you want, but we've got limitless money. So it uh-huh. just doesn't matter. Right. And that's the message I want to send to everybody in the renewable industry. I, I can't understand where you're coming from, mm. but I do wish you could just accept yourselves that this is an unwinnable battle and just relax because we we will always yeah. pay the fine and we're going to win this one. We are going to make Mother Nature submissive if, if it's all the last thing we do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and people like to, you know, say that all of these like natural disasters that are happening right now are somehow connected to the, you know, pollution that's come from the oil and gas. I mean, I'm not yeah, going to say the psychic, C word. I don't want to say, man? I, I don't, mean, I don't want to say climate change or anything, but you know, because like that's a, you a know, hoax, the only climate that needs to be changed mm. is all this yelling about the environment. Right. Okay. That is a climate that I am exhausted right. by. Right. I mean, you've been talking pretty loud this whole time. Yeah. about it. <laughs> um, am I yelling? <laughs> I've been near windmills all weekend. Oh, so that's I, what it is. That's a yeah. hearing, a hearing damage. Yeah. I was just, screaming <laughs> and bulldozing and I you know how I feel about headphones I oh, don't yeah. wear them I won't wear them now so I have no way to gauge my volume between I mean between the the loud wind turbines and the loud bulldozers yeah 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 <laughs> no hearing yeah yeah that's yeah. Uh, talk about a lifelong journey with this screaming because that was why I got coal in my stocking every year it's really? like you never stop yelling yeah and I was just like and I won't wow and I took that you, coal. Uh, you strike me as someone who just hasn't budged from the time you were a child I yeah. mean you're really a stubborn, which is, you know. Yeah, uh, I was born this way. Hashtag Lady Gaga. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. So um, 
uh, what a lot of people are saying is that um, we're going to lose all these manufacturing jobs and all these, you know, like things that make America great uh, mm. when we go over to renewables, right? What do you say to people who are who are saying that like this uh, attachment that we have to this old way of doing things is like just an outdated, like toxic masculine idea of like coal miners and like oil workers being like quote unquote real Americans and that we don't want to let go of that toxic masculinity. I think it's not toxic masculinity. I think if it's not broke, don't fix it, right? Like this is working, okay? And I think if you're coming in here and you're trying to mess things up, that's just because you don't want to deal with you. Like these activists, need to take a you look at themselves. You think it's sour grapes, in other words. Yeah, or they just don't, they need to get a hobby. I have hobbies. They need to get a hobby. They need to accept themselves for who they are and stop getting into our business. The world works yeah. perfect. It, it sure does. It, it does. sure does. Uh, speaking of your hobbies, you said, yeah. uh, I have here, you forage for poisonous mushrooms. Yeah, I live to forage. Uh, now, I understand uh, people uh, who forage for edible ones, but why poisonous ones? I like to be ready for any scenario. Mm. I don't eat them. I, don't, I just, I forage yeah. for them. I keep them in my bunker and I wait I see. for when I, see. I need them. Because you never know when you might need to like an organic poison for some reason, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Because you're in a kind of a dangerous line of work. You never know when some People of these eco-terrorists might come for mm-hmm. you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what, what, what are you, what's your biggest like sort of fear, like in terms of, uh, you know, environmental terrorists coming after you? Oh, well, I'm not really afraid because I am so powerful. Uh, I don't know. What what do terrorists do? I'm friends with a lot of people who identify that way, but I've never quite understood. Uh, Yeah, I'm talking about eco-terrorists. I'm not talking about like the people who are at the Capitol. Who are okay. uh, probably a lot of good friends of yours, right? The best. Salt of the earth, these yeah. people. Salt of the and earth. I mean, even using the word terrorist to describe someone who's trying to take back our democracy is like it's it's ridiculous, so wrong. right? It's offensive. Yeah, I'm talking I'm about offended. like, what if some crazy hippie who's all hopped up Ugh. on on weed Ugh. but breaks into your bunker and says, you've been plowing over our wind farms. Uh, well, you know, what are you going to do to him in that in that scenario when he's like, you know, breaking in on you like that? I think that would be hurtful for somebody to break into my house, but I guess what I would do is just shoot them in the face because obviously they're trespassing. Yeah. So right. I'm not I, too worried about it. I think it would hurt emotionally that I wasn't mm. seen. Like they didn't know who, you know, it would be like yeah. my parents all over again. They didn't get who I was, so they condemned it. Right. 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 Like, so if someone's breaking in and they're calling me. you're well me names, within your rights at that point to oh, shoot them in sure. the face. Oh, for sure. I'm always in my rights. Yeah. 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 yeah it seems like I you create the right. almost I, uh, bend the world to your rights. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm right, right? <laughs> I lean that way anyway. Yeah, don't we all? Yeah. Uh, what do you think about this, JP? What, do you, what, what are your thoughts about this uh, uh, whole... No, I, I, I'm a, I didn't see you there. Uh, oh, sorry. I <laughs> am <clears throat> um, very impressed by Miss Prankle Dern. Is that Dern? Olive Dean. Dean. Prankle. All right, Dean. This is Olive Prankle. Course, I'm Dean Ardenfell. Uh, oh, that was your name. Yeah, I was d- just told to sit here. I didn't know who you were. Yeah, yes. big fan. In fact, uh, mm. I, I have to tell you, I was a bit inspired by a speech you gave a couple years ago oh, of the stop. anti-carbon conference that I was at, the CEO anti-carbon conference. You do a lot of car- uh, conferences, don't you? That's how you stay busy. You were at an anti-carbon conference? What? Did you just say you were at an anti-carbon conference? Did I say that? No, anti-anti. Did I forget an oh, anti? Oh, anti-anti-carbon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah the, the pro-carbon people aren't enough. We need to be so anti-anti. I meant mean the anti-anti-carbon, yeah. the A-A-C-C. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, um, double A-C-C. So, um, <laughs> and I was so inspired by your speech that my, the final chapter of my book is just simply imploring people to, to never give my book to another person, but instead encourage them to buy their own copy mm-hmm. of that book. 
mm-hmm. or to buy them a copy of the book. But don't hand it off to somebody. If you're inspired by it, have them buy another one. Because yeah, no, re- don't renew, renew, don't, don't renew, reuse, whatever yeah. that is. No, no, no. I want you to buy another yeah, copy of new. my book. Brand new. Yes. And I gotta say, I follow your teachings. I don't. I don't should I call you Reverend? I don't know. <laughs> no. I mean, yes. Okay, uh, <laughs> Reverend Higgs Boshan. I like Boshan. Boshan. Oh, sorry. sorry, French. It's French, huh? Uh, that yes. Do you want to go there later? Where France? Yeah, I could. Yeah, right. well, my jet or yours? Uh, it's about, we'll Let's race. Do both. Let's we'll go race. with both. Yeah, I'll go on your jet. You go on my That'd jet. That'd be so we'll much see. fun. And that just see. That's so hilarious. Just think of all the carbon you'll be burning. With It'll two be jets. great. I'll ask him to dump some fuel in the middle, just for I love kicks. It. Wow. I love it. Over, wow. over the ocean. Yeah. Well, anyway, I was just saying, I love your book. Mm-hmm. Wow. I read your teachings, mm-hmm. and I and I follow them, and I think it's really uh, it's really beautiful because I I truly believe God didn't give us this earth if not to pillage, mm-hmm. uh, or you could say forage. Mm-hmm. It yeah, to, it's the mm-hmm. fruits to, of the yeah. the you know it's it's ours for the taking. That's the whole point, right? Yeah. Is that yes. God put it all here for us? Yeah. That is correct. Thank you. Yes, that is what I was reaching for in the new enterprise as well. Mm-hmm. And there's the halves. And there's the have-nots, but it's the same in the Bible. Mm-hmm. There's right. haves and have-nots. You know, not, not everybody is, is as spicy as a pillar of salt, necessarily. And I, I might be mixing metaphors here, but if I'm in a boat and the boat it survives, then I should survive, right? And I have a lot of boats. Me too. Yeah. That's why I know It's interesting. Her, yeah. uh, whenever, I, whenever you get going about the Bible, mm-hmm. like... I'm just I'm curious about how much you actually read of the Bible as you interpreted it, or was it just like did you sort of cherry pick little I'm a things? Busy person, like you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, when I said I read your book, I follow your teachings. I've never opened your book. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. No. this is just let's see yeah. your power talk. Yeah, right? Okay. right. Yeah, I'm not used to this, and I think this is so interesting. I think you guys are operating at such a high level oh, that you you're ha- sort of skimming things. That's and exactly what it is, Drain. You yeah. go to skim. Did. Oh yeah, Dean. Drain. Dean, yeah, drain. Drawn? That's I actually it, was my nickname in middle school because people thought I drained was people's it? energy. Dean. 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 Say it again. Dean. Doesn't matter. I can't. Okay. This is too valuable. I'm, this I'm sorry to waste your time. That with my right. confusing so I'll name. I'll skim stuff and I'll pick some stuff sure, up. And you yeah. can't walk throughout this world without hearing a little bit about God. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So right. I know about Noah. Noah and his boats. Uh, and I, I was like, if there's a big enough boat to have a lot of different animals, I want to have that boat too. Mm-hmm. You've been on that boat, yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. So you, I wasn't there. You're, you're kind of using the, the lessons of the Bible as like almost personal uh, sort of challenges to yourself to be like, I'd like to have that. I'd like to do this. Mm-hmm. I'd like to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a, almost mm-hmm. like a like a shopping guide or a you know the. Uh, yeah, Hammaker yeah. Schlemmer catalog. I'm for working you. with my personal trainer right now to figure out how to move a large rock from the mouth of a cave. Wow. Oh, how nice. Yeah, because wow. that's, that's nice. what Jesus did when he came back. They came back to the cave and the rock was moved. But yeah, did the, he push it, you think? Or with his, probably with his mind powers. But you do that, and I mean, that would be an amazing marketing stunt for your book. You too. also, mm. though, can just borrow my bulldozer. Oh, if you wow. Yeah, no problem. I don't have a license or anything. I can just hop on the back and just... just yeah, I, that's away. what I do. They're oh. all like, ma'am, please, please, get off. And I'm just like, I got this. Oh, wow. How do you... I'm sorry to change the subject here. How do you sneak a giant bulldozer into like these sensitive areas with... Oh, I don't sneak it people just need to get out of the way i see yeah there's always a lot of red tape but by the time we're done doing what we're doing it doesn't matter what laws we've broken you know you're just willing to do whatever it takes to get to those yeah Yeah. solar panels people will adjust people will you know what the whole problem with this whole lobby of wanting to do renewable blah 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 it's like you don't understand people adjust to their conditions like oh do we have a tsunami every five days sure are there earthquakes sure disease sure but like we adjust so what would you say to people who who say we need to adjust the American 
manufacturing uh, sort of machine toward the manufacture of renewable products instead of. I said, get out of America. You right. don't get like it. Get get, you don't here. have you to need be to get a. Out of here. J.P. Higgs Boshan was played by Ben Romeka. He is an improviser who performed for many years on UCB's amazing weekend team, Airwolf. You've also seen him acting on Broad City, the Eliza Schlesinger sketch show. Olive Prankle was played by Lydia Hensler. She is another veteran UCB improviser, best known for ASCAT and Grandma's Ashes, and she's been teaching and performing improv in New York and L.A. for over 10 years. I'm Nathan Hartswick, playing Dean Ardenfell. Follow this podcast at The Corporation Pod on Instagram. Join our Facebook group, Fans of the Corporation. Subscribe, review, and do me a favor. If you've gotten this far, just do me a personal favor and tell one friend about the podcast. Just somebody you think might like it. This podcast is a production of Unigal Media, the official tiny little podcast network of Vermont Comedy Club, located in beautiful Burlington, Vermont.